0: It's your special guest host on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com. Good afternoon, everybody. What an awesome day. The sun is shining. It's so hot. It's actually, it's actually so hot that I can't walk to the other side of the room without bursting into a sweat looking like I've ran a marathon, but I'm happy. I'm fighting a little bit of a, a, a flu or a little bit of a cold, but I'm happy. I'm happy to be here with you guys. I'm happy that we made it through 2015, and I'm, I'm happy that you guys tune in, and thank you for doing that, and thank you for choosing the biggest producer and distributor of podcasts throughout Africa, the most creative radio team in Africa, and the most forward-thinking company in Africa, but we're also known as Cliff Central. <laughs> we're going to try to get this thing right. We're trying to get this thing right. It's cool, man. Move along, move along. My name is Vaughn Thiel, and you're listening to The Views. I'll be hanging out with you guys till about 4 p.m., so for those of you that don't really recognize my voice, I'm a regular personality on the Drive Time Show with, uh, Calman on, Cl- on Calman on Cliff Central. We have a show called The Spoken Hustle, where I, I, I sort of address um, issues in, in, in Generation Y, and I get young people that are pushing their hustle to come and share their stories with us. Um, I'm also part of a panel on another show called The Gentleman's Roundtable, hashtag the GRT, where I form a, a sort of a roundtable discussion on all relevant topics that are to do with anything from business to entertainment to just regular social issues. Um, so if you guys don't know, uh, I'm on the, I'm on those shows on a Monday uh, every every uh, four, from about four o'clock till about half past five every week. So you must tune in if you want to hear more. But I'm pretty amped to be hanging with you guys today. It's pretty cool. It's been a it's been one hell of a year. Um, so much has happened this year that I almost feel like I'm going to spend 2016 remembering what happened in 2015. That's how much happened. If I think back to January and how far we've come. It's been unbelievable. The ride has been unbelievable, and and so much has happened, and so much there's so much to cover. So <clears throat> what I'm what I'm going to do is to instead of going into everything that happened, I'm just going to try and break down the uh, into into sections, which are being, are going to be in typical views style. Now the name views is almost like news, spelt like news, just with a v, uh, and the reason it's spelt with a v is because my name is Vaughn. Cool, right? yeah I know sometimes I am a little lame, but it works um, so what we 're going to do is we 're going to break it down into the sections and i 'm going to talk you through what my thoughts were of the of the year and and the different things that happened um, and and give you just my insights or my spin on it and and to see maybe there 's some, some of you that will agree, maybe there 's some of you that won 't agree but i 'm interested to hear. I'm interested to hear both, both sides, and if you agree with me, please hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you think, at VaughanThePoet. the Poet. You can even uh, hit me up on Facebook, if you like, at Vaughn and <clears throat> engage with us on, on Cliff Central at cliffcentral.com, and let me know your thoughts, and I'll be willing to work it into the into the show, and we can we can share our views. I'm a pretty sentimental guy, so things like this mean a lot to me. Expressing myself has always been a very big part of my life, whether it's been speaking on stage writing poetry, rapping, debating, whatever it may be, whatever it is, you name it, I probably love doing it if it's got to do with self-expression. So, (coughs) pardon me. So um, today we'll be talking about topics or or things that have been birthed in my mind. When I say birthed in my mind, what I mean is that they were formulated by my personal experiences, as well as just my observations of, of my society and my country. So before we get into it, um. I want to, I just want to make it clear to you guys that if you don't agree, please feel free to comment. If you do agree, let me know because I'm very interested in everybody's views. So before we get into it, we're gonna, we're gonna play a song and, uh, it'll be on the other side of this. This is CliffCentral.com. What are you doing for New Year's Eve? Join us for the sexiest VIP party at Madison Avenue, Santon's newest nightclub cliff central's taking over the vip area so join us as our special vip and start 2016 on the right note general admission is 200 rand but our exclusive vip party together with absolute vodka is 500 rand which includes great music with me gareth cliff o'neill miss prue and the cliff central crew an outdoor tented area lots of bars food prizes gorgeous people and a night to remember Book now for Cliff Central Rocks Madison at Compyticket.com. Go to CliffCentral.com for more details and stay tuned for everything you need to know. Be absolute and rock into 2016 with us. Start rolling up Start rolling up Keeping it real. On Cliffcentral.com that was roll up with the re-up by mt featuring aka and Wizkid. that's one of the hottest songs this year mt actually won song of the year so shout out to mt young man doing things uh, and he got some of the biggest some of the biggest artists in africa to to feature on the the remix which is which is quite an achievement so well done to the youth doing big things and that actually brings me into my my first section of breaking down the year according to the views and uh First, The first up is that what I've done is, uh, you know in Chinese culture they've got this belief where it's, it's the year of something So either it's the year of the cow, the year of the goat So I took a similar approach to, to my show today And I'm going to break it down in, in sections of that, that are going to be labeled the year of So starting up is the year of the youth I believe 2015 was definitely the year of the youth And why I say that is, is because when, you look at, when, we, when we look at our society at the moment I think the, the largest living population in the US, uh, to date is, is generation Y. And if that is the same in, in South Africa, it means that we, we are the masses of, of, of our, of our population today. And if you look at businesses that are starting up, young entrepreneurs, young leaders taking stands, it's all, it's all moving in, in one direction. And that is that the, the power is lying with the youth. And this year, the youth took quite a lot of strides forward, uh, whether it's been innovation in, in the business world. <clears throat> I was chatting to a, I was chatting to one of my friends a couple of weeks ago, and he works at a bank, at Standard Bank, to be uh, well, to be clear. And he uh, he was chatting to me about how the young people in the bank want to really revolutionise the way the bank operates. And it started to it started to make me think that I think young people. In their business, in their, in their certain jobs and in their different industries are starting to take this approach where they want to bring change. Um, whether it's small, whether it's on a political scale, whatever it may be, they, they've started to make real big moves. And it's been very inspiring to be a part of that. I've, I've participated in, in similar movements myself, um, trying to revolutionize social thought patterns and trying to motivate young people to start thinking for themselves and to break loose of, cultural or or whatever um, chains that might be holding people back and uh, one of the things I've come across is that Young people from the age of almost – from about 18, even some of the metrics I've engaged with, have been very, very keen to get involved in change. And this year has been an example of that. I mean, we can touch on, on issues such as Fees Must Fall, which was huge. It was a huge stamp that the youth made. And I think that it's the beginning. It's the beginning of something great. And when we look at – I mean, let's even move away from the political agenda. We look at young business. Today, I think there was a study I read uh, on, on on the net the other day. I actually came across it on Twitter, and it was speaking about how Generation Y and all the millennials are, are are way more keen to get involved in in startups, and young people are putting their effort into starting up their own businesses, and they are way more um, uh, keen or, or way more willing to start. Uh, by getting a loan from Uncle George, who might fund their business, they they're willing to live in their parents' basements for the last, for the early in their early twenties, saving up money, trying to build resources to start businesses. So young people, uh, which is obviously a massive contradiction to the older generation who played a more safer route, which was understandable because the climate and the political climate and all that stuff was very different back then. Right now, young people have t- taken a a stand that is going to. Not only impact the country's laws or, or political climate But they've done it in a sense that it's also going to start affecting the, the business climate and the entrepreneurial world A lot of my young friends and a lot of the young people we've, we've engaged with When um, speaking at universities <coughs> and schools have, uh, have all given us the same, the same feedback They want to work for themselves they want to be their own bosses. They want to take their lives into their own hands. And it's really, it's really inspiring and it's really powerful. I've seen so many young people prosper this year on their entrepreneurial um, ventures. I've seen guys opening up social media agencies. I've seen guys open up restaurants and little, little um, pubs in, 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 the, in the ghetto and making things happen for themselves and for their communities, giving back into the, into the townships, going back home, starting construction companies, helping people in the townships who want to renovate but don't have the skill to, so they come in and they step in and do it. Many NGOs have opened with young people, many youth movements, many, um, many young people have started opening companies that host seminars and events and it's really inspiring to see that because without young people moving, South Africa doesn't really go anywhere. Because it cannot, the buck cannot stop with our with our parents. And I think the millennials have taken such a different approach to it. We we are the first generation to be born free, which is quite a big thing if you think about it. If you think about our reality is completely opposite to the reality of our elders. Completely opposite. Even though they many of our elders now have understood and 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 sort of come down or come up to our level or down to our level, whatever you want to say, but they've they've sort of started to understand what our dynamic is like even though there are many that have done that their reality is still different to our reality and us as young people have started to take that and start and and have proved it in the way we've done our business in the way young people are trying to get into bigger institutions and revolutionize and change the way things operate young people are getting employed in important marketing positions and important strategic positions not only because of their Experience or their qualifications. But I really think it's down to the nature of a born free. And it's down to the open mind of a millennial that has given young people this advantage over, over our old generation. And there have come times, and I've spoken to many, many young people too about this, that old, the older generation seems to be a little bit adverse to the, the new, young, fresh ideas. And it's natural. Because when somebody comes around that's got a new perspective That is completely alien to you You have no idea where it comes from You've never experienced this You've never understood it When a young person comes with these ideas All of a sudden the older generation gets their backs against the wall And they try and shut down the ideas So all of a sudden we're having a, a little bit of a battle in the corporate world And in the business world Where the older generation still control majority of the decisions that are made um, they still control majority of the contracts that are won and the wealth that is won, but what what happens is that the young people end up having a, a fight against having to fight against them to get their way, which is essentially to try and progress and try and find new ways of doing business, new ways of thinking, and new ways of living so there 's definitely a, a conflict over there which has been very interesting to witness over this last year, but I will say that if I had to look at it overall, although there has been times where young people have been held back by the older generation not buying into new ideas or not willing to change the way they've always done things because that's one of the famous sayings, right? We've, we've always done it this way. That's probably one of the worst things somebody can say. I feel like that is exactly the problem. I mean, I was, I was having a chat to someone in, in my professional life. Uh, it was, it was sort of outside of the boardroom. We were just having a drink and we were chatting about the way business happens. And obviously my role as a strategist and their role as clients and the, the, the conversation boiled down to me telling them that at the end of the day you know as a as a corporate and as a company, you guys have a responsibility to play. You guys need to be able to take the risks in new ideas, otherwise there is no innovation. The innovation that you that you dream of, the ideas that you are crying for and trying to be the best and trying to be thought leaders and trying to be all these things they don't happen if you don't put your trust and you don't put the risk. The, you know you don't take that element of risk and and buy into something new something new something crazy so there's a responsibility on the shoulders of corporates and of of SMEs and of all companies that are Owned by an older generation that are a little bit adverse to the new digital and technological age There's an there's a element of responsibility that they need, that I believe they need to start taking And then on the other hand there's the responsibility of us young people to deliver on the same ideas that we pitch And the same ideas that we create So there's, there's obviously a, a give and take here But I think that overall young people won the battle I see this year being the year of the youth And I, th- I think it's really just the start of the year of the youth and um <laughs> thank you very much. I think that was all the generation wild babies all around the, all around South Africa giving me a, a standing ovation. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. um <laughs> moving along also this year, I think if I had to 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 name the second section of the, of the show um or rounding up the year according to the views is. That this was the year of the rising revolutionists And the coffee shop revolutionists Now people wonder what do I mean by that What do I mean by the rising revolutionists Sounds scary right It sounds like revolution is is a bad thing Revolutionists were crazy They killed people and they caused wars And they went against governments And they destroyed lives That's the negative connotation so many people have given me um, When I talk about revolution And um This year, I have seen a rise in revolution spirit, amongst the youth specifically. Um, Generation Y have adapted this new mentality that there is a need, a desperate need for change and revolution. And it is a lot to do politically. I'm not a very big fan of politics myself. I to be honest, I, I kind of remove myself or well, I don't associate myself with any political party because I feel it it's, um, it hinders me or it narrows my my views um, when, I, when I align myself to a political party. But that's just my personal opinion. I like to talk about things objectively and I'm always for the people and what the people believe in because I believe that's where the power lies, right? So being the year of the rising revolutionists has been... Something I've witnessed And it's been something that's pretty powerful And it's going to be powerful for the years to come When I say the rise of revolutionists Young people have realized that there's need for change politically They've realized that there's need for change socially Which is one of the biggest revolutions I think Will happen in time in South Africa That issues such as white privilege um, issues, <coughs> Issues such as gender classification All these issues have been brought to life In a way that's been tackled Majority of the time I'd say In a very intellectual way And most of it Has been driven By young, um, young Young people At university And young people That have just started working People with a little bit Of intellect And people that have been Reading a lot And engaged in, in, in Very important dialogues And I think that's, that's exactly What's happened I think It's created A very good dialogue um, For discussion And one, one One can't ignore The importance Of such a dialogue That w- without having The ability to speak About issues That are Alive in a society, how do we ever think we'll get over them? Now I know there's been a lot of people that put their back up against the wall when it comes to um, revolutionists because of their or their their ideas of the EFF and and all these political parties. But however, I, I I don't think that it's something people should be afraid of. I think that throughout history and throughout our existence, revolution has only ever changed the way we live and. We cannot live the same forever. There, there cannot be systems cannot last f- forever in the same manner. There has to be a changing point. There has to be a turning point, specifically in a country like South Africa, where we've come from such a, such a unique past and such a different. We we live in such a different society today that something like a revolution is actually what needs to happen for us to get anywhere. Obviously, the manner in which this revolution happens, um, the people that are leading the revolution are are the ones which which you know, the responsibility falls on their shoulders to ensure that we don't actually we don't go backwards and we, we, we do progress forwards. But one thing I've noticed is that the youth are are quite like minded when it comes to what they want to achieve for South Africa. And they've and of late I've realized that they've also been willing to go against what even their elders might be saying or what their political leaders might be saying. I've seen I've seen a culture start growing amongst the youth that that's almost for the people only And not worrying about political affiliation Or agendas of, of the politics or of, of corporates I think the youth are starting to come together And and, and move in such a way that they're creating their own force which is, which is unbelievable And that's exactly where this rising revolutionist is coming from But on the other hand, because of our ever-connected world I think there's also the rise of the coffee shop revolutionists Now what I mean by the coffee shop revolutionists is that you know, you've got, these, you've got the, the, the young people doing things about um, what they want to change. You've got young people opening NGOs, empowering other young people that are disadvantaged. You've got people making movements, marching. You've got all these people doing mad, mad great things for our country and, and taking their lives into their own hands and walking and marching and campaigning for what they want. But on the other hand, you've got the coffee shop revolutionists who sit in a coffee shop or in their home and they bash Twitter. They're just bashing their timeline, bang, 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 saying things unnecessarily, creating blog posts, writing about how there's white genocide in South Africa and letting it go viral all over Facebook, causing absolute mayhem where there's absolutely no reason for it. And it's not true at all. It's all propaganda. So we've also created a society and a a section of our society who are those people who simply stir the pot and cause problems where problems don't exist and that's become an issue. And I think, I think in the coming years, we're going to start seeing a, a clash between true revolutionists and coffee shop revolutionists. And it's already started happening. I've seen many people on, on social media calling out people who are coffee shop or, or Twitter revolutionists to the front and saying, what have you done? What is it that you are doing? It's all good that you can, can say all these things or, or post these, um, posts or retweet these retweets, but what are you doing? We need to we need to start moving together as a unit Online, offline, wherever it may be We need to start doing it together And if you've got the opinion to Or if you've got the Should I say the nerve? Perhaps it is the nerve If you've got the nerve to say Certain controversial things on social media To get a buzz or to Whatever it may be to stir the pot I believe it is part of your responsibility As the youth to actually do something about what you're saying Or do something and then talk about what you did. One of those things. But there's definitely been a rise in the coffee shop revolutionists as well as true revolutionists in South Africa. And it's going to be interesting to see what's going to come in, uh, 2016. And my initial thoughts is that it's going to be pretty good. I think there's going to be some interesting topics that will be discussed and there'll be some interesting, there'll be some interesting, um, there'll be some interesting times ahead. Many people are, many people are actually talking about what are the new ways of living that are, What are the new ways of living that are going to be? Actually, I've got, I've got a tweet here from from Cookie HDJ that says, "Do you think that there is still more we can do as Generation Y to guarantee a more efficient economy, or do you think it's not all in our hands?" Hmm, that's interesting. I think to answer your question, Cookie, is is that? <laughs> um, I think that's. I think we do. I think we do have a lot of a lot of uh, say in what's going to happen in our economy, specifically because we are the largest living population. I think that in itself shows you what kind of spending power we have, what kind of collective power we have. I think that the more we are segregated and separated by social issues, um, whether it be religion, race, gender, we will be inefficient. I think the more we break those barriers and remove those um, those elements of segregation and come together, I think then we can we can control we can definitely control them so to answer your question i think there's always more that we can do but do i believe that we can create a more efficient economy i 100% believe so i, I think i think it's i think it's uh, i think it's definitely possible and i think in the, in the coming years um we'll be will be will be seeing that happen just before we get into just before we get into the the next the next uh, the next section of my of my show, I just want to know if you guys have any comments on these two on these two um, topics I just spoke about. Let me know on Twitter. You can hit me up on at Vaughan the Poet, and you can also get me on cliffcentral.com. Um, right after this, we'll be back with more. At iStore, we love Apple stuff, but we're only human. Sometimes we drop our iPhones on the road, face down, and it makes us sad. That's why we came up with iCare+, Plus, a nifty little product exclusive to iStore for when stupid things happen to good people with awesome phones. It'll have your beloved iPhone covered for water, screen, and physical damage. So come to iStore. Why would you go anywhere else? Visit myistore.co.za for more info. T's and C's apply. This is cliffcentral.com Uh she got me feelin' like baddest motherfu on the planet, ooh yeah Strike a pose for the cameras Uh Cause we stay the unstatus Yeah 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 I know one see this no one right See one to be this no one fly As on me I be the lambset We are in Oh, desimo D I that sea go 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 boy We are in my desimo We are the by the that was the super mega himself, aka featuring Kuli Chana and Younger with Baddest. What a jam. It's definitely going to be one for the summer. I'm pretty sure everybody's been banging it this December. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to the views with Vaughn Thiel on cliffcentral.com. We're breaking down the year according to, to me and my, my thoughts. And, uh, we, we've covered the first two sections of, of breaking down the year. And now we're going to move on to the third. So if you, if you've just joined, I'm busy breaking the year down in terms of, like they do in the, in the Chinese culture when they've got the year of the the year of the the cow, the year of the goat, and I've broken them down into typical views style type of um, sections. So moving on to number three is I believe that 2015 was the year of the woke. Now, for those of you that don't know what the woke is, um, quite recently there was a, a trend on Twitter that was called Woke Twitter. So similar to Black Twitter, if you're familiar with it, they developed another Twitter, <laughs> and, it's called, and it's called Woke Twitter, which essentially is, is people that have become politically and socially conscious. Um, not necessarily politically and socially conscious, but in any sense um, they've become conscious and they've become woke, meaning they've woke up. Um, so, for instance, to give you an example or to give you some context, a lot of people would tweet things like, um, before I was woke I used to think You're pretty for a black girl Was a compliment Or Before I was woke I would think That Before I was woke I believed A female belonged in the kitchen So that type of thing To give you a feel Right And I think that has Has, be- has become a very powerful movement Even in Even in everyday life Like when I've engaged with young people Um in, you know that for my generation, in just social settings, and we've had discussions. A lot of them seem to be woke, or a lot of them have this culture that is woke, and they want to find the best solution to social issues, and they're willing to talk about them, and they're willing to create that dialogue, which is which is brilliant. And I think it's been a very powerful thing this this year. And a lot of people have actually jumped on the gravy train and and started ma- <coughs> sorry started making it something that it isn't. Um, they've started. You know, obviously, you get trolls and all those type of things on social media that make this woke thing something that which it is, which it isn't. But what it really means is that young people have started to consider their their communities, started to consider the people around them, and started to make decisions that um, don't only benefit them but benefit the people that they are surrounded by. And I think woke Twitter and woke culture is something that's very important to progression because what it does is essentially, if you woke, you um you you end up you end up being Socially conscious, you end up being um, receptive to opinions Because you, you understand that most people see things differently And it actually intrigues you to hear different opinions Because with different opinions comes a, a dialogue for a conversation Where some people might not agree with each other and a, and a solution can be found But if you're not woke, you believe that what you think is 100% correct And when that happens, it's like a slight ignorance on your opinion, and you don 't want to hear anything else, and that becomes a fight. We most disagree when, when most people disagree i mean really really we can we can find common ground we can learn to understand each other and learn to understand the differences and and actually if you if you 're willing enough, you can start working on what your opinion is and formulate something that it, that, that you might not have thought existed before because you 've only got one perspective, but generally woke people. You know, in, you know, according to the definition of it, are people that understand that there are more than one. There is more than one perspective to everything, and there is more sides to everything than than only one way. And a lot of these people are are willing and open to have dialogues around things that might be uncomfortable conversations, which I think is very important. The more uncomfortable conversations we have, the uh, the better for our society. If we if we're able to confront uncomfortable situations or uncomfortable topics. We can progress without confronting them. We'll never progress. It's like, it's, like, it's like wanting to walk down the road but never really taking any steps. It makes, it makes no sense. It's like you live in your own world and you, you pretend that these things don't exist. But they do exist and they're so real. And it's very important that we speak about them objectively without any emotional um, connection or any, any emotional um, sort of agenda. Oh well, yeah, try and try and remain objective. Try and remain objective, and I think that's the been one of the biggest things I've noticed this year. Is that there are a lot of objective youth. The youth are approaching situations, and they're not. They're not taking into consideration a lot of the factors that used to be taken into consideration. For instance, gender or race or whatever the case may be. They've started to formulate opinions. Uh, Apart from these And I think it's very important For us to do that And that's definitely why I think it's been the year Of the woke Not just because of Twitter But because I've seen it (laughs) I've actually seen it In real life too Um, Twitter was Twitter was The the first place I encountered this um, Woke Twitter And then Having Because obviously I I hang around A lot of young people All day And I go to Events full of young people And I, I talk to them About this And I try and Bring out the woke in them, if uh, if if it exists, and uh, it's interesting to see that a lot a lot of young people have been have been um, have been woke over the the last couple of months. I'm getting some tweets here uh, from Apple Goulet that says, "Does being woke cause conflict, or does it just give you license to engage things that make you feel uncomfortable?" I think it can cause uh, conflict, Apple. I think there's, I think there uh, they will always be. People adverse to what it is you say And what it is you think Specifically if it goes against Either their race or their cultural group Or their religion or whatever it may be If you usually, if you have an opinion That is even objective in its nature It could come across offending to some people But I think, I think, um I think that it 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 could it could cause conflict, but at the same time, I do think it does, does give us license to talk about things that are uncomfortable, which is very important. I think without having that, like I said, we can't progress. So the more we have these uncomfortable conversations, the better for us. Um, I got another tweet, here, uh, again from Cookie that says, uh, "But coffee shop revolutionists are important because in their, in their own way, because they in some way ignite the fire in which true revolutionary thinkers can emerge from." So. I hear his point there, and I think that's true. I think there are people that uh, play a role in in society. However, I do think that the the coffee shop revolutionists I was referring to in my earlier section was that um, those I was referring to more people that sit and create propaganda just to cause problems and uh, you know push agendas that they've got on the side. But there is social media is a powerful revolutionary tool, and we've we've proved that over over the course of this year. So definitely, there's a, there's a, there's definitely a space for that. But moving on to my next one, and this is probably one of the most craziest social—sorry, uh, <coughs> uh, one of the craziest social uh, phenomenons I've I've experienced in twenty fifteen, and it's going to be interesting to see what people's take is on this, and uh, I'm willing to hear it out. But what I've seen that in, what I've seen this year is that twenty fifteen has definitely been the year of the side chick, like for sure, like side chicks one, three nil, last minute, they headed the thing in, last minute, rolled over the line, ref blew the whistle, game over, main chicks tr- nil, side chicks three, one, one way. It's been crazy. It's been crazy to see it. Like, I, I can't believe it when I go on social media and I see the type of uh, reaction side chicks get and the way actually it's become such a culture that certain females are are striving to be side chicks, like they they're wanting to be side chicks. They they think that it's the way to go because they don't have the well, they they don't really have the emotional connection or the duties of the main chick, but they get the benefits of enjoying. Uh, they get the benefits of enjoying the 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 trips overseas or the handbags or the the new glasses or you know the nights out. It's got so crazy that I've seen posts on Instagram of girls that are hanging out with their their, their guy. Um, at a beach or something and they've blurred out his face and they've said they've captioned it saying, you know, on vacay with bay. Like are you serious? Thank you, side chicks. Thank you for that. I appreciate the round of applause. <laughs> uh, but, but seriously, like it's it's been crazy to see this. Called this sort of culture start growing. The culture of the side chick, and to be honest, I think they've dominated the year. I really, really think that main chicks have lost the battle this year. And it's going to be interesting to see how main chicks react, or perhaps main chicks start becoming side chicks too, or perhaps some main chicks are side chicks. I don't really know how it all works, but I've seen this culture grow, and it's crazy to see. It's crazy to see that majority of. These um, side chicks are young girls. Um, gen- my generation, uh, they they're happy to have a sugar daddy. They're happy to have a guy that's older and that he'll you know pay the rent for the flats or whatever the case may be. She's just, he's going to come around every now and then, do his business, and and they're cool with that. They they're completely cool with it, and some, some are aspiring to be it. So, if it was a game, this was the year of the side chicks, no doubt. Side chicks win hands. Down, bro, hands down. Um, then moving on to my, <laughs> moving on to the last, uh, the last point I want to make before we get into going, before we get into, um, some thoughts for the, for the, for the, uh, for 2016. I'll be going, I'll be going into, I'll be going into my last, my last section and we'll be going into my thoughts for the 2016 and talk about things like goal setting, motivational issues, um, taking o- action over talking, all these type of things that should get you into the mood for taking on 2016 right after this keeping it real on cliffcentral.com Good real On cliffcentral.com That was Mikasa With your body What a jam What a summer jam Brilliant Mikasa Keep doing good work They keep putting out Those hits that we all Want to hear And hopefully we're Going to hear a couple Of those at our New Year's party Happening this Thursday At Madison's Rivonia You've got to join us For Cliff Rocks Madison New Year's Eve party We've got a tent going We're going to have dance We're going to have dance floors there We're going to have food We're going to have the whole shebang man We'll be out there with Ari Kalman And a couple of other personalities So come through for a great time But now before we wrap up man I've got to finish up my My sections of the year And uh, we just moved on from From Saying this was the year of the side chick And how the side chicks won 3-0 fair and square They killed it Main chicks, unlucky better, time, better luck next year I want to see how you guys come back from that Maybe you can do like a great escape Like Liverpool did in 2005 When we won the Champions League against AC Milan <laughs> Maybe you guys can pull something like that off in 2016 <laughs> But uh, moving on We've got uh, the probably the most important one for me this year I think uh, this was definitely the year That Generation Y took their very first big step It was something that was brilliant to witness. And you know what I'm talking about when I say big step, and I'm talking about fees must fall. It was one of the standout moments for me this year by far. I know it's been overspoken about, overplayed, but this is the end of the year, and it's good to recap, and it's good to think back on the year. And uh, I think that fees must fall was a major step forward for South Africa and for the youth because it showed. It showed that we are here for a purpose. We are here to to rectify issues we are here and we are willing to address them and we were peaceful we were we were calm and we were clinical in what we wanted and big shout out to the young leaders that uh, pioneered that march i'm um, i really i really admire your 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 guts and uh your your drive to 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 achieve to achieve a better life for everybody in south africa so well done to you guys and i think that generation y as a whole supported the movement majority of people were were um supporting it whether it was on social media where the people were donating water people who marched i mean they came out in thousands and it was it was brilliant to see and it was more than inspiring it was so motivating and it was promising to to say the least it was it it gave me a sense that there's i've got faith i've got faith in the future of south africa because of the unity that was shown and the way we the way we took it upon ourselves to make a change and to to physically put our bodies on the line for something we believed is 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 correct and something that we believed would be just, so well done to the youth of 2015. you guys really really you um, really really shook it up this year, and uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that I've been a part of it, and I'm proud to say I'm a part of generation Y in South Africa. It's a great time to be alive as a young person. Anything is possible in today's age. we can be anything we want, we can create anything we want. we just need to focus our energy in the right places we need to choose our battles correctly and we can become and do anything that we want. So going into 2016, I know it gets a bit it's a bit weird like between Christmas and and New Year's it's like this it's this weird phase where you're not really sure what what you're doing with your life or what the hell's going to happen and it's it's strange. It's almost like a very reflective phase for most um young people in South Africa. And I think uh when you're taking your time this year to think about What it is you want to do In 2016 And what it is you want to achieve I think You shouldn't uh, You should You should approach it in a way That you're going to set Set some goals And I'm speaking now From 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 my personal experience I've never set goals in my life before I have never set goals In the beginning of a year I've just never I've never done it I've just never thought That there was purpose to it Uh, For 25 years of my life now I've never done it I've just Taken every year As they come Worked harder Whatever I do And um, you know God willing, I achieve what i what I dream of, but what i 've decided to do this year, and maybe you guys can do it with me is is set one goal in each area of your life just one goal it can be it can be it can be to the point, it can be a bit vague, whatever it may be you know what it is. Set that goal in each area of your life, maybe one in fitness, one in your professional life, one in your spiritual life, one in your relationship, whatever it may be try set a little goal and When we have this conversation again next year, let's go through, uh, let's go through the goals and let's see what we hit, what we missed and why did we miss and what did we, what can we do to do it better next year? So I'm going to try and take that approach because apparently setting goals really helps. So I'm, (laughs) I'm going to put that into practice. Um, and then I think one thing we must, we must do in 2016 as young people is to express more of our entrepreneurial spirit. I think there's a need for our economy now to, for more entrepreneurs. So when you've got, I know out there, I know South Africans are talented, are creative, are smart. Are driven. I know there are so many young people out there with so much ability and so many good ideas and so many brilliant business ideas That we that, that we need to start taking action on them. So 2016 make it the year that you talk less and we do more Let's talk way less and let's do more. Let's make more announcements after we've achieved Let's start moving. Let's start making plans. Let's come together collectively 'Cause that's where great that's where greatness happens, when creatives or businessmen come together and collectively strive towards a goal. Use your resources both intellectually and physically and make things happen in twenty sixteen. I think it's I think it's a dying need for our economy to for young entrepreneurs to stand up and let's create jobs and let's create new ways of doing business and new ways of thinking and new ways of living because that's what we need. And I think if we're going to make any change, whether it's whether it's how we cast our votes, whether it's what we march for, I think one of the most important things we can do is come together as young people and start creating more jobs, start creating more businesses, start start keeping start keeping the capital that exists in South Africa amongst the youth, so that we can start moving and we can start changing society. Because with with um, with good business comes power and comes responsibility and comes influence so I think that's a big area we need to address in 2016 so it's going to be setting goals in each little area of your life it's going to be it's going to be um practicing your entrepreneurial spirit which is going to be very big and then my third one and probably one of my probably one of my most important ones is going to be practice your creativity now why I say your creativity Many people think But you're born creative We don't really You know not everybody Is, is born with a gift Like of writing or Of designing or Of And I think that's not true I think all of us Are born creative And I think our systems And our schoolings have in the schooling systems And you know society at large Has taught us to be Not creative They've almost taught us to be uncreative because of the systemized way of thinking and the way processes happen. So I think make a make a conscious decision to practice your creativity this this coming year so that you can think of new ideas and new ways of living and new ways of being because that's what South Africa desperately needs so that's that's uh that's me for today thank you so much for tuning into the views Uh, my name is Vaughn Thiel you can catch me on Twitter at Vaughn the Poet you can catch me on Instagram at Vaughn the Poet I'm on Facebook all the time Vaughn Thiel and I'm also Snapchatting these days I'm in these snapping streets yo and that's also at Vaughn the Poet thank you guys It's your special guest host on cliffcentral.com.